listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast, a podcast all about your health and wellness issues that affect you every day. We want to educate, entertain, and maybe make you giggle a little along the way. No annoying statistics or jargon here, just information you can use every day to be healthier, happier, and less boring. All right, here's your host, OBGYN Dr. Ron Eaker. everybody and welcome to another edition of Thirsty Thursday Women's Online Wellness Facebook Live. I'm going to take a couple of minutes and do some calming deep breathing exercises. Now the reason I was doing that is I literally just walked in to my little makeshift studio here because my wife had to come pick me up as my car almost exploded on my way home from work today. Uh, the power steering went out, smoke coming out from under the hood. So I pulled off into a, I don't know, maybe the Hooters parking lot, I don't know. But I uh, had to get her to come pick me up. So I don't know about you, but I'm gonna be darn ready for 2020 to be over with. I mean, a couple of weeks ago it was a flood, now it's my car. I know, I'm whiny, I'm sorry, it's just, it this happened 15 minutes ago, so I'm still, you know, I'm a little sweaty, so, alright, so, that's probably the least, I mean, I, I sit here thinking, you know, with all the crap people have had to deal with over the last six months, me whining about my car exploding is pretty pitiful. So I've done my deep breathing, I'm better now, so we can move on to the topic at hand and talk about something fun for a little bit. You know, we're used to talking on this uh, about things that are very, uh, very much health related and very targeted to things like sleep and hormones and menopause and women's health and you know, insulin resistance and kind of some heavy stuff. Well, tonight we're going to talk about something a little more fun and a little more practical, but very much appropriate for most of you who are watching this, and that's collagen. Now, it's a term you've probably heard, but I want to tell you a little bit about the tack we're taking. Now, the, the tack that we're going to approach is using collagen more as, not as a medical treatment, although you'll be surprised you will find some uses for this, but also kind of as a... a aesthetic is a cosmetic type of approach because that's what many of you think when you think about collagen. So tonight we're going to cover really is collagen helpful? What is it used for? Uh, how you can use it to might improve if it does work, how it can help you. And if you stay to the very end, and we're not going to keep you late tonight because quite frankly I'm bushed and I've got to go figure out what I'm going to do with this crazy car. 1-800-CAR-FOR-KIDS probably where I'm going with that, be might be honest with you. I can't get that thing, and that's the whole purpose of that silly little ditty, is you can't get it out of your head. So now I know exactly who to call to come get this piece of junk off the road. Uh, but anyway, getting back to the topic at hand, I got a little distracted there. Uh, we're going to talk about collagen from the perspective of both the medical needs and like I said, if you'll stay with me till the end, I'm going to give you specifically my particular product recommendations. I promise 
I'm getting no endorsements. Believe me, I've gotten no endorsements from any product for the last four years we've been doing this. This is all on my dime, I promise you. But it's my unbiased endorsements, and I'll tell you the source of that. So hang on till the end, and I'll tell you where I think if you want to try collagen for the purposes that I'm going to tell you about, uh, I'll tell you where you can get it and where you can get good quality stuff. You know, it's so wonderful to have resources where you can not have to go out into the deluge that is the intranet and try to figure out what's good quality and what's not. People have already done that for you and I'm just tapping into that knowledge and passing it on to you. So let's talk about collagen and what it can and can't do. And I gotta, I gotta be honest with you, uh, I kinda had my doubts when I first started looking at this. You know, I'm a little, my, my, my fraud radar went up when you see how many billions of dollars a market this is and how many internet sites you can go to that's selling it. That immediately got me a little anxious but I have a very trusted source. You know, as I told you before, I get a, all these different amalgamations of scientific studies and review articles, and I have a very trusted source that put out an article on collagen, and it, it really got my interest because I was a skeptic. I was immediately, my radar went up and said, this is probably garbage, it's probably junk. So when I start out on the negative and actually end up a little bit on the positive, to me, that's a big switch because I'm very skeptical, very cynical when it comes to these types of products. But I'll tell you right off the bat, there are some valid uses for collagen. So what is the heck is collagen anyway? It's a ubiquitous, ubiquitous, I don't even know that's how you say that, but it sounded good anyway. It's everywhere. Collagen makes up a huge amount of our body. Think of it as kind of the, the framework of the body. Collagen is in everything from from bones to ligaments to tendons to skin. It makes up like 70% of the matrix of skin. So collagen is a incredibly vital part of the human body. And it forms the, the framework, the skeleton, the, the, not the skeleton, but uh, it's, it's just so prolific. I mean, it's almost as prolific as all these political ads are these days. Can't turn on the TV without seeing somebody calling somebody else a, a monkey pus swine doctor or whatever they use, they call these people. But collagen is very, very involved in, in virtually almost every organ system. But we're going to focus tonight specifically on the joints and on the skin because that's the area that most people are familiar with when they start thinking about collagen. And let me also say we're going to specifically focus on taking oral collagen. Most of you may be familiar with collagen as a implant in your cheeks or in your jowls or an injection of what they call fillers, you know, for the, to make your eyebrows, all, I don't guess, you, maybe your lips, I don't know what people do with all that stuff. But collagen actually started out as just a filler to inject in these areas. And it's kind of fallen on disfavor because of, uh, it didn't last that long, they developed better fillers. People were kind of getting allergic reactions to them. It's still used, but there's better stuff on the market. So we're not talking about injectable fillers. We're talking about taking oral collagen. That's what we want to refer to tonight. So there are basically uh, about 28 different kinds of collagen. We're not going to be concerned with all that. The main ones we're concerned with are type 1, 2, and 3. And that's because type 1 is mostly in 
tendons and ligaments and corneas and bone and skin. Uh, you can already begin to see what potential benefits you might get just by the tissues that tend to have a lot of collagen in it. And uh, then there's a type 1 collagen that's mainly in skin and blood vessels. But just remember that skin is a big, collagen is a huge component of skin. And basically collagen is a protein. It's just a series of long amino acids that are, that are big proteins. The particular type of collagen that you have to remember, that I want you to remember because it's the kind, it's the only kind that's worth taking orally, in my opinion, is called hydrolyzed collagen. Hydrolyzed collagen. All that means is it's this long protein molecule that gets broken up either by heating or by enzymes, so it breaks it up into a bunch of little smaller. And that's all it means. It's just a fancy word for meaning you break it up into a little bit of smaller components. And the reason that's important is that if you're taking something orally, it's not going to do you a dang bit of good unless it gets into your bloodstream, unless it gets absorbed into the, from the stomach or intestines into your bloodstream. Well, if it's hydrolyzed, if it's broken up, and you've got to have that term there, hydrolyzed collagen, then that means it's actually going to get into your bloodstream. And they've done studies documenting that and showing that, and that's a key important point of this whole bit tonight is everything I'm telling you it has multiple scientific studies to back it up. That's what changed my thinking. I promise you, I went into this thinking, okay, I'm going to blow the lid off this collagen hooey, and it's just going to show that it's just a waste and everybody's wasting their money. But the reality is there's a lot of science out there that starts at the very basic. Is it getting into the system? And then if it gets in the system, is it going to the right place? So that's what I want to tell you about, and that's the stuff that's practical. Remember, hang on until the end because I'm going to give you some very specific recommendations that you can use if you choose to utilize this product. And like every time we're on here, I've got to say, this is not medical advice. This is just general information. Discuss this with your doctor, if it happens to be me, or anyone else before utilizing this because all these things happen together. They all, you know, anything else you're doing could impact whether or not you should be taking this. So discuss it with your healthcare worker. So as I mentioned, hydrolyzed or these chopped up segments of, of uh, collagen are much better absorbed. They're, 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 they're broken down. Uh, that was one of the issues with what we call uh, undenatured collagen when it's these big long molecules those just weren't getting into the bloodstream and what's up well we'll get to that we'll get to in into to a second so let me give you a little preface here there is a numerous studies that show promise with collagen supplementation helping improve skin health decreasing wrinkles uh, elasticity moisturization uh, decreasing joint pain secondary to arthritis or even injuries and even helping with high blood pressure. That I didn't even know myself. I had no idea that there are some studies indicating that there may be some benefit to collagen supplementation and blood pressure. So hang on and we'll go over that in detail. Now a lot of folks ask, well where the heck is this collagen coming from? Well, 
Uh, it generally comes from, from animals. Uh, very commonly cows, it can come from pigs, it can come from chickens, uh, it can come from fish, marine animals. So that's one thing to keep in mind as you're shopping for collagen, if you decide to utilize it, is it should say on the bottle where it's from. And that may or may not be important to you. There may be allergies or there may be religious reasons, there may be other types of, of issues that are related to the source of the collagen, but just know that it comes from a variety of different sources, and if you look around, chances are you'll find something that, that meets your needs. I will tell you that, in general, uh, the collagen from the marine animals tends to be less, there tends to be less potential for problems associated with that. I don't know how many of you remember years and years ago, this was back a while, uh, the mad cow disease. How many of you, raise your hands, remember the stuff with the mad cow and they had to quarantine a bunch of beef and stuff? Well, many, many years ago, there was the possibility that bovine or cow-derived collagen possibly could, could spread mad cow disease. Uh, that, pro that doesn't happen today just because of, of the quality that goes into the good quality products. But just know that there's less of a risk generally for the fish, um, fish type uh, derived. Some of you have heard of bone broth. Uh, bone broth is kind of a homegrown way uh, of getting uh, collagen from animal sources. Uh, some of you maybe make your own bone broth, and I mean, what is that? It's just where you take bones and you soak them, and the collagen from the marrow uh, gets into the uh, gets into the soup, and you you eat it. Um, but most of the studies have not been done with collagen; have not been done on bone broth. So I can't make the same kind of claims that I'm making for collagen hydrolyzed collagen that I can about bone broth. Now there's some other nutritional benefits of bone broth, uh, but it's, it's certainly not bad to consume, but I don't want you to think that it's on the same par with what I'm talking about tonight because there's no quality control. I mean, literally every batch of bone broth that you make is gonna be a little different, so it's very hard to generalize that. But just know that that is a source of collagen that some people are utilizing and we're seeing more and more people embracing that because it's kind of their own homegrown way of getting the um, getting the hydrolyzed collagen. A couple of studies and I mentioned before it is absolutely critical to know a that the stuff you're taking is actually getting in your system and then B, is it going to the right place? And there's a number of studies that have actually looked at that in animals and humans. And what's more importantly is they compare it to placebo. So they'll give just other amino acids. And so it's, it just goes to show that it's good studies. It's good science. Uh, there was one study that there was, uh, compared to a placebo, there was a significant increase in the total amino acids, which is what makes up proteins uh, in the plasma after taking the, the hydrolyzed collagen supplements. Uh, 
all of the amino acid concentrations increased compared to placebos. So just suffice it to say that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt with the quality hydrolyzed collagen, it is getting into your bloodstream. That's key. The second real important question is, well, what does it do once it gets there? Does it go to the right places? If it, all you do is pee it out or poop it out, or if it just goes to some place that it's not gonna have a benefit, it's not too great. Well, they've actually done those studies in both, again, animals and humans, and showed that the oral consumption of hydrolyzed collagen will be deposited directly into the cartilage and the skin. So we know that it's going to the right place. They have ways of literally labeling in animals, they do it with radioactivity. They don't do that in humans. But in animals, they can actually label the cartilage so they can literally follow it along as it goes into the bloodstream and finally ends up in the skin and ends up in the, in the cartilage in the joint space. So let's talk a little bit about, now that we know it's science, now that we know it gets to the right place, well, what does it do once it gets there? So we know when you eat it, it gets into the bloodstream. When it gets into the bloodstream, it goes to the places we want it to have its effect. Well then, what is that effect? Well, let's look at skin first. By the time you're 80, by the time you're 80, your collagen production in your skin is probably decreased by about 75%. In fact, skin, collagen makes up about 70% of the weight of skin. So it, it's a huge part of that. After you reach the age of 18, you're going to lose about 1% a year of the collagen in your skin. So basically, it's downhill from 18. It's over. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. You're not, it, believe me, it's uphill from 18. That's the toughest time. It, it, for all you 18-year-olds out there, just know it gets a lot better. Except when it comes to collagen. You're going to be losing about a percent a year. So the undenatured Remember I talk about the undernatured collagen, that's that big long molecule of collagen. That's what's put into a lot of the topical creams because it's more easily preserved and easily mixed with those creams. Well, guess what? It doesn't get absorbed under the epidermis. So the creams that contain the topical collagen, you know, you rub it on your face, you're not even getting the collagen past the epidermal layer. You might get some in the dermis, but very minimal because it's this larger molecule. So the creams that contain collagen are good moisturizers, but you're just paying a whole lot more because it says collagen and getting none of the benefits. So to really get the benefits that we're talking about here, it's the oral. It's taking it orally. It seems kind of counterintuitive, but that happens with a lot of topical stuff. There's a lot of stuff you can mix in a cream, but your epidermis, your skin, is an incredibly effective barrier, and it, it will not let a lot of stuff through. Thank goodness! It won't let a lot of stuff out or a lot of stuff in. 
which is a good thing. You'd be walking around leaking out of everything, and everything you came in contact in would be getting in on the inside. So it's a good thing it's a barrier. But what it also does is it keeps out these large molecules like this undenatured collagen. So just know, don't waste your money on the topical creams. If you're interested in some type of benefit from collagen, you gotta take it in orally. And we talked about the injection, but we're not going back there. So, as a result, undenatured collagen and even hydrolyzed collagen creams and lotions don't replace the collagen that's lost due to aging, but it will help with moisturizing. And we know one of the big issues with skin is not getting enough moisture. So, you know, you're just paying for a real expensive moisturizer, essentially. But, as I mentioned, oral ingestion of the hydrolyzed collagen has shown some positive effects on skin aging. Now, let me give you some very specific instances of that. The study showing the, I'll quote the, uh, the, the people who published this study said the oral intake of hydrolyzed collagen elicited a reversal in the natural decline of skin elasticity in aging women. This particular study is women had about two and a half grams of hydrolyzed collagen and they compared it to placebo so they did good science. It wasn't just, uh, just giving somebody the product and not testing it against a sham product. They did that and the people who took the hydrolyzed collagen uh, had, let's see, an improvement in their skin elasticity was more pronounced in women over 50. Makes sense because there's the one that has the least amount. And, but it also, even in those folks who are under 50, showed an increase in elasticity and a decrease in wrinkles. A separate randomized placebo-controlled, so again, state-of-the-art science, showed that, again, the oral collagen, uh, and this was actually a commercial product, a particular commercial product that had 300 milligrams of the type 2 collagen, uh, showed that the commercial product, this hydrolyzed collagen product, significantly outperformed the placebo in improvements in both facial lines and wrinkles. Okay, I know, I hear you all. Why am I not already on collagen? Well, I should be, if you've seen this. You know, this is a face built for radio. So I should probably go out and get all the collagen I can right now, uh, especially uh, after a year like this when my wrinkles have increased dramatically. So again, the product with the collagen compared to placebo did show a significant improvement in facial lines and wrinkles. And it's fascinating how they, I mean, they would take photographs of these people, so it wasn't just subjective. They would take photographs, they would do before and after comparisons, they would uh, take little biopsies to look at elasticity. So this was good science. This wasn't just sham stuff to promote a product. It was actually, these studies were actually good. The uh, commercial product outperformed the placebo and it decreased facial lines and wrinkles by about 8 to 10 percent on average. Another randomized placebo trial studied the effects of hydrolyzed collagen for improving hydration, elasticity, and wrinkling in human skin. This looked specifically at women between 40 and 60. What did they find? The hydrolyzed collagen supplement group had a seven 
fold greater improvement in skin hydration after six weeks and a 3% improvement in skin hydration at 12 weeks. That translates into what they call their visual grade and that's related to wrinkle formation. That was significantly improved from the baseline after 12 weeks in the collagen supplemented group. And the improvement in the visual wrinkle grade was 10 and a half times greater in the collagen. So what they would do is they take before and afters, they have people looking at it, making comparisons, actually doing measurements, and these people didn't know who was in the placebo group and who was in the treatment group. So again, th these were well, well done studies. So that basically the studies suggest that the consumption of oral hydrolyzed collagen may be effective at improving all the parameters of skin aging, which is elasticity, wrinkles, fine lines, and moisturizing. So, I think it's a decent product. And again, if you'll hang on for a few minutes, I'll give you my suggestions for both products for both skin and what we're gonna talk about here in a minute. Hydrolyzed collagen has been shown in a number of studies to help with arthritic changes. You can make perfect sense and logic in this because a tremendous amount of the cartilage, the joint space, uh, all have collagen as a important component. So it, it makes perfect sense. And remember the studies I told you showed that the collagen does actually go to the joint space, the tendons, the ligaments, the cartilage in those areas. So there was a uh, study that showed it reduced both the pain and disability in people with arthritis and certainly can be an affordable and safe alternative for people with mild issues as opposed to non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Uh, many of you know I'm a big proponent of the omega-3 fatty acids. Uh, I think it may be comparable to some of the impact we see with the highly concentrated DHA and EPA in fish oil for anti-inflammatory effect. There was a randomized placebo-controlled trial looking at 80 men and women investigated the use of, again, of a commercially available hydrolyzed collagen product. They were taking it twice daily for two months and they reduced pain scores by 35% compared to 15% for the placebo. Thought it was fascinating. 15% of folks got better even taking a placebo. But double that, it more than double that, got better pain relief from the collagen supplementation. There were no, and this is important, there were no severe adverse effects in any of these studies that I've reviewed so far. So it improved in pain, in stiffness, and in function. So it wasn't just the discomfort, it was actually the functional mobility, which is so important as you get older. There actually are some studies looking specifically at rheumatoid arthritis and improvement in the use of hydrolyzed collagen in the pain and the joint discomfort associated. One study showed it reduced pain by 33% compared to 14%. This was an interesting study. This had several groups. One was the uh, glucosamine and chondroitin, which a lot of you may be familiar with. Well, they compared the hydrolyzed collagen to the 
glucosamine and chondroitin, and they showed double the reduction in pain compared to both placebo and the chondroitin sulfate and um, glucosamine. You know, like any of these studies, you really need some larger studies, um, but the data so far in both animals and importantly humans done in good studies does seem to show some beneficial effect on both skin and joint pain secondary to arthritis. This is one that really caught my attention. We see some improvement with bone health in supplementation with hydrolyzed collagen. This is one I wasn't really aware of the science. I'd heard bits and pieces, but women who are suffering from osteopenia, thinning of the bones, osteoporosis, where the bones get very brittle, makes you at great risk for fractures, whether it's in the hip or the spine. Well, there's really good studies looking at the use of collagen in people with mild bone loss in both arresting that bone loss and even in some people improving it. There's a studies that shown that it can increase bone healing in people who already have a fracture and prevent bone loss. That really is very, very important. Now there's only been a few, a few clinical studies in adults or in humans. They don't do them in kids, I don't know why I said adults. But there's only been a few of those studies. We really need to see a lot more and a lot more expansive volume to be able to, to really go full tilt in using this. Um, Again, discuss that with your healthcare provider because oftentimes these things work synergistically. A couple of the studies said it was important to use both calcium and magnesium and phosphorus and vitamin D with the collagen so it's not a panacea to be used by itself. Um, one of the studies showed that people who used uh, five grams of uh, hydrolyzed collagen and vitamin D and calcium had a 3% increase in their bone mineral density. That's very significant. That's very significant in the spine and 6.7% increase in the hip. Now I know that may not sound like a lot, but it's very significant when you talk about risks of fracture, which is what we want to avoid. But remember, I think it's important to keep in mind that this has to be taken in context with everything else that's going on in your life. You can't just rely on one thing to get the biggest bang for your buck. You want to do everything. Use all the tools in the toolbox that you have available. Well, I mentioned, all right, so skin, yes. Joint pain from arthritis, yes. Bone health, yes. Well, here's one that I really had no idea about, and I feel like I've done some fairly extensive reading in alternative approaches, and that's high blood pressure, and type 2 diabetes. There's several studies now that indicate that the use of collagen can help with re reduction of blood pressure, mainly because, as you remember, at the very beginning I talked about there's a lot of collagen in the walls of the blood vessel, and that's what gives the blood vessels the elasticity. Well, when the blood vessels get real stiff, that's when you begin to see an elevation in blood pressure. So again, logically it makes sense. We just had to prove scientifically that it was valid. There's a couple of studies, and what's interesting is mainly these studies were from marine animals. 
collagen derived from marine animals, not Bessie or, or Porky. These were, uh, I guess it'd be uh, Flipper <laughs> uh, is where they got this stuff. Said uh, marine hydrolyzed collagen is shown to improve, improve glucose sensitivity. And you remember from our previous Facebook Live about the critical role that insulin sensitivity and insulin resistance plays. Well, there's some evidence that the collagen improves the ability of the muscles to extract uh, glucose from the bloodstream, improving the insulin sensitivity of the muscles, which is very, very important, especially <coughs> as you age. And it also uh, can, as I mentioned, decrease uh, the hardening or the tightening of the arteries due to a lack of collagen because that's in addition with atherosclerosis that's what happens. Hydrolyzed collagen powder also was able to help reduce the hemoglobin A1c which is a measurement of people with diabetes as to what their sugars have been averaging over the previous three months. Anyone who has type 2 diabetes or type 1 diabetes knows the measurement of the hemoglobin A1c is a, a, a very effective tool to monitor how well you've been under control. And there was a study that looked at participants received the hydrolyzed collagen had a 19% decrease in their fasting blood glucose after three months of treatment. And these were pretty well controlled stu studies. These are very difficult studies to do because of all the variables. Um, but hydrolyzed collagen significantly reduced the level of triglycerides, cholesterol, LDL, lipoproteins, free fatty acids. Um, we suspect that this effect may be due to an effect not directly necessarily on the blood vessels or on the muscles, but it may impact what we call these signaling hormones, things like adiponectin and, and GLP-1. Now, you don't want to get in the weeds, like who cares about unless you want to really wow somebody at your next cocktail party. Oh, uh, how's the old adiponectin doing? Mine's, mine's doing quite well. I'm taking collagen. I'm, I've got good adiponectin. I don't know about you. Yeah, if you want to, if you if that if that's what rings your rings your bell, go ahead and do that. But just know that again, don't stop your blood pressure medicine. Don't stop your diabetes medicine, thinking that taking collagen is going to substitute for that. That would be just dumb, and we're, we don't do dumb here. But as one tool in the toolbox, it may be an adjunct with everything else you're doing, and Lord knows you know what that is, because we've talked about it time and time again on this Facebook Live, but as a tool, as an adjunct, as a facilitator, it might add some benefit. Okay, so quick summary, and then I'm going to tell you some specific products and you don't need to take notes. I'm going to post this. I'm going to post those products. Uh, and again, there is absolutely no conflict of interest. I get zero. I'll tell you where I got this information. So, you know, come on, cut me some slack here. I'm not trying to push anything. So aging decreases the body's capacity to synthesize collagen. And that's what contributes to skin aging, joint disease, problems with the bones. Well, hydrolyzed collagen supplementation 
may improve various aspects of skin aging we already talked about, decrease pain associated with osteoporosis and osteoarthritis, increase bone mineral density in postmenopausal women, and potentially improve the overall metabolic health in those folks with type 2 diabetes and hypotension. So let me give you my top picks for these categories. One of my trusted sources is a website called consumerlab.com. I've mentioned it several times. It is a non-biased, it's not, doesn't take any advertising, doesn't take any money from any company. From, it's kind of like an underwriter's lab for supplements. And that's where, that's one of my go-tos. I use several different sources for these things, but the Consumer Lab is really a very, very high quality, unbiased source. So that's where I get a lot of this information. Just so you know, I'm not just coming up with the top of my head. So for, for skin, uh, the top two picks is one called True Nature Healthy Skin. And that's actually from Costco. You can get that at Costco. True Nature Healthy Skin Verisol, V-E-R-I-S-O-L, Collagen Capsules. And again, I'm going to post all this so you don't have to take notes. And then the second is one called Collagen Peptide Powder from a company called Bisha, B-E-S-H-A. Now the reason I like those is because it contains a branded form of collagen, this Verisol, uh, and it's one of the few branded products that's actually been used in these studies. Remember I said back there in a couple of those studies that they were commercially available products were used in the studies? Well that's a real bonus when you're actually studying not just generic type 2 collagen, but you're using the exact branded product. And that's what we see with this Verisol containing ingredient. And I mean the other thing, they're reasonably priced. I mean you uh, the True Nature is about 30 cents, uh, 30 cents a day, uh, gives you about two and a half grams of collagen, which is equivalent to what's needed in most of those studies. Uh, the Bisha Collagen Peptides Powder, if you like powder, about two teaspoons a day is about 47 cents a day. Uh, so it's reasonable. Uh, so it really comes down to, do you, do you mind taking four capsules a day or would you rather take two teaspoons? Now it is important to remember that Verisol is, comes from pork, it is uh, derived from pigs, so just keep that in mind if you have dietary restrictions uh, that that would be a problem for. If, if it is a problem, you can get a good product from Great Lakes Gelatin, a company called Great Lakes Gelatin. They don't make Jello gelatin, this is collagen product, uh, and but it's from uh, cows and it is listed as kosher by the way. So for arthritis and joint health and bones my favorite is Healthy Origins Natural UC-2 and that stands for collagen type 2. So that's Healthy Origins Natural UC-2. Uh, this again is one product that's been utilized in several of the placebo-controlled double-blind studies so that gives me a level of comfort uh, with that. And I mean, the cost for this is like 27 cents for a daily dose. Um, so that is what I wanted to get across to you tonight with regards to collagen. I'm 
I would say that I've been pleasantly surprised by the results. I didn't really expect that when I first looked at some of the literature, but I've been really impressed by the science behind that. So I wanted to pass that along to you guys. I thought this is what this is all about. It's about value. And I know it doesn't have anything specifically to do with women's health, but reality it does because you know we care about what we look like. We care about uh, how our our bones function and, and how our, certainly our metabolic health. So it kind of ties into this, this whole idea of mind, body, and spirit and looking at the, the whole picture. I mean, you, if, you, if you feel like you look better, you feel younger, mentally that sets up a cascade of events that will help you physiologically, it can help you emotionally. Certainly if you're more mobile, if you have less pain, it decreases the likelihood of of injury, it makes you more active. The more active you are, the better you feel, the better you feel. That uh, has an impact on your, again, your physiology. So it's all intertwined. That's kind of at the core of this new approach that I'm taking with my MDVIP affiliated practice. So I just, I just felt like this was a good example of the kind of things that we want to get out to folks that they may not be getting in other places that certainly uh, we want to look at the big picture and not just focus with blinders on women's health care because there's a lot of stuff related to your health that just kind of falls by the wayside and, and my goal with this new practice model is to be able to provide you more information just like this and to be able to tailor it to you individually uh, so again I, I would encourage you that if this kind of clicks with you if you kind of understand this mind body spirit wellness health span approach and you get this concept of me being kind of your general contractor and not replacing your surgeon or your cardiologist you know it's like replacing your plumber or your electrician no I'm, I'll be the general contractor kind of tying it all together if that appeals to you then we're going to have some additional uh, webinars coming up to give you some more information about it call me at the office uh, my you can call Deborah, my uh, practice uh, uh, coordinator at the office, 733-442-7706. In, in Just give us a call. We can answer any questions for you. Uh, but that's the kind of stuff that we're going to incorporate into this new practice style. So until next time, everybody say it with me. Make healthy choices. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast. To join the conversation, access show notes, and discover bonus content, join our private Facebook community by sending a request to Women's Online Wellness. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, just head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For questions about the podcast or to get more information, email Dr. Eaker at r-e-a-k-e-r at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, choose to be healthy.